thing. It's been so long. Namen <laughs> Ches. The second paragraph. All right, let's try it. Bzeu inyan bechiras haseicho. So this is the bechira of the seicho. She yaskil these bainim begedulas Hashem that he should try to uh, grasp intellectually and not just to grasp intellectually, but to really truly think about it. The greatness of Hashem. To think about how Hashem is the life of all life. So he's, he's bringing us in a traditional meditation here. Right? Number one point. How Hashem is the Chaya of the whole world. Right? So that's in general. Right? To look at it in a bigger uh, picture. And then to zero down into my own self. <coughs> How he's the Chay of my soul in particular. Right? Remember we talked about this a number of times already this year. The idea of the name of this meditation is Kihu Chayecha. Because he is my life. In other words, why do I love Hashem? Because he is my life. That's why I love Hashem. That's the, that's the idea. To think about it from that perspective. Right? Because the Nefesh Bahamias is who we want to get on board here. Nefesh Bahamias, as we've been talking about, wants to live. He wants what's good for me. Right? He wants all the good things. The thing is that what he's confused about is what is good and what is bad. That's where the confusion lies. So it's up to the Nefesh Elokis to try to, <coughs> so to speak, to convert the Nefesh Bahamias to understand what's really going on. And the more that he will change the way that the Nefesh Bahamis' approach, then he will be able to, in fact, uh, set him straight. Uh, That's sort of the idea. What? It sounds like his Habcha. I don't know if it's his Habcha because it's... it's Labdafka. I don't know if we have to make any particular uh, statements that this is this. It's not that necessarily. But he's, he's bending at least. He's, he's, he's trying to. He's trying to. It's true. It's true in a certain way. But here he's working on he's working on teaching the Nefesh of Bahamias. Because here he's still though at a point of what's in it for me at the end of the day. But what's in it for him is that he wants godly things. That's a good thing. So this is Chaim and Misim. So that's what's what he wants to train him to understand. Right? So he meditates very well on the dispersion of the good that of, of Hashem. That's the idea. And then, if a person will really accomplish what he's trying to accomplish, right? He'll be able to arouse this Ava and this Chuka for the greatness of Elokus, right? In other words, a person, right, is going to want Elokus. He's going to realize that this is what's in my best interest. This is really what I truly desire. And he's going to want to, like, really cleave to him in an emistic way. That's what he's going to want. So he has to think, okay, so I want Elokus. But what does that mean, I want to look loose? Maybe it means I should sit in the corner on my head and, and meditate. 
Then I'll get Elokus. So that's one idea. Um, I think he's going to the wrong place. Want to help him? Alan. Alan. Oh, there he goes. Oh, there he goes. Oh, there he goes. I think room, you're in room B, not room A. Okay. So he's saying, what? He's saying, so what, how does he do it? So he says, he realizes, that there's a methodology here. The methodology is that how do I get a locus? You don't get a locus just by sitting in the corner, you know, standing on your head, right? That might be a nice feeling. It might be like really geschmack, whatever. But, but the bottom line is, is that that's not how he's going to get a locus. He realizes that, First thing, the first step is to realize that this is what I want. After he realizes this is what I want, then he has to realize, well, how, how, do, I, how do I actually get it? And he realizes that the only way to get it is through Torah Mitzvahs. That's how you get it. That's how, in particular, he's saying here, Dafka, <coughs> the idea of a person being asic in Torah. Because the Oreintop is Malubish in the Torah. Since the Orein Sof is Malubish in the Tyra, so therefore by him going after Tyra, so that's what he's going to get. That's, 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 the, that's the, the, the direction. That these the words, that's how I am able to connect to you today, Dafka in this world. The way to connect to Hashem is through Tyra. That's how. Shemalubish bab vechinas anaychi. That who's who's the one that's enclosed within the Torah? Dafka, the level of anaychi. That's the level that's enclosed within the Torah. That's what we're looking for. The inner. <laughs> so then he says, "Vayideish mekasher daiso b'machshavos habetayra." So through him connecting his das. And his machshava b'tayra, who miskashem is dabik b'orein zavarachu. So he makes a decision. He's meditated. He's realized that really the best thing for him is elokus, right? That that's really the chaya chayim. That's really the whole, the ultimate point. And then he realizes that the only way to get elokus is through tayra. So then he starts learning tayra, and he realizes that what does he get? That when he's mikasher his das. Right? So that's what connects him to Torah. That's what connects him to Hashem. Harhu miskashem b'david ba'orein tzabaruchu. He's able to connect to the orein tzabaruchu. B'chein ha'yidei kiyum ha-mitzvahs. Harhu miskashem b'alokus. Not just Torah, but also by doing mitzvahs. And so this is, the, this is the decision process that he goes through. He's made this choice. And that's the idea. So that's the, where he's holding. It's a little yeah. bit like chapter 4 Tarnam, no? Slight chapter 4. When you arise the Ava, you're going to just want to do mitzvahs. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so now, So, like we say all the time, that it's not just an Indian of Ava, but it's an Indian of Yira as well. And so he says, because after he has this meditation, and he realizes that this is what he wants, that this is what is in his best interest, that this is the ultimate goal, so to speak, right? He's going to have a lot of yira in his soul from anything that's going to be mazik his soul. Meaning what? Because he realizes that 
these things that he might be wanting to get involved with, or his nefesh Bahamis wants him to get involved in, right, is something that could, in fact, not bring him close to Hashem, but to distance himself from Hashem. Vehein kol hashisa lo said, these are all the 365 negative commandments. So now he's taking a different angle. He's saying, now that I value Hashem, right, really the point is, is that it could be split into two parts. Part number one is the idea of how do I get more of Hashem? How do I get to Hashem? Right? I've made the decision in my brain that this is in my best interest. This is what I want. So how do I get it? That's from one perspective. Point two, on the other hand, is he has to realize that, whoa, there are things that could drive Hashem away from me or me away from Hashem. And so therefore, I have to be on guard that I'm not going to do these things. I'm not going to put myself into danger. That's called Yira. And that's what he says here. Befrat he realizes that they're Ragamar. <coughs> that they're really evil. And they're very far away from Elokus. And in particular, when he realizes, right, that if he were to do one of these things, right, that he's told not to do, right? He's going to cause not just that he's going to be further away from Hashem, but he's going to have, he's going to cause and his gavrus of the Ra. The Ra is going to get stronger. That's also something I don't want. That's talking about the Klippas and Sitra Acher. That's what's going to happen is that they're going to win out over the Tzara Kedusha. So I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm nervous about this. I'm scared. I don't want to do this. I, this is something that's dangerous. I don't want to play with fire. Hein l'mayla. That's both above. Right? In other words, it's not just that he is a sole character in this whole picture and that whatever he does only impacts himself. He has to stop looking at life that way. He has to start looking at life from a, the opposite perspective. That no. I am a universal player and everything that I do impacts not just me on my own personal microcosmic level, but in fact, I am impacting the entire universe and not just the universe, the whole Seder Ishtalshlus. And that's what a person has to recognize. So when he realizes <laughs> that, when he thinks from that perspective, he like, you know, st- you know, sits back and stops a second and says, whoa, you know, this is something that I wasn't expecting. This is something that is beyond me. Right? So that's what he's saying here, that he is actually impacting the greater picture. Right? Both Lamaila is impacting it, and also Lamata throughout the entire world, which means that the things that he does in this physical world impact not just himself in this physical world, but the impact, you know, a, a poor Jewish kid that's sitting on the streets in Eretz Yisrael somewhere, something like that. Right? Could be that. That is, he is a, he is an impactful macrocosmic being that he is totally changing everything that through his individual uh, direction of the way he acts and in particular in this case by him doing an Avera right what's going to happen is is he's going to cause a poigim he's going to cause a blemish in the higher realms, 
That's what's going to happen. Right? So now we're going to get into a very interesting discussion here. Right? Which is this whole idea of which means what? Which means if you look at the... Right? We say Krishna every day. Right? And we say... as part, Yeah, Krishna Shalamita. And as part of the Krishna Shalamita, what it talks about is if I made a blemish in a particular letter of Hashem's name. Now if you look at that, and we're going to discuss this further, as we see throughout the Hemshech, he's going to be discussing this idea. It's a little bit of a funny thing, if you think about it, right? In other words, he says, like, if I were Pogem in uh, Krishma, right? Or if I was Pogem in putting on tefillin today. Or if I was Pogem in wearing tzitzis today, or something like that. Now, if a person is bothering to say Krishma, and in particular, he's bothering to say those small paragraphs, you have to ask yourself the question, what are the odds that this person didn't put on tefillin that day? Highly unlikely, right? Or that he didn't say Krishna. Also highly unlikely. I mean, if the, if the person is bothering to say, not just Krishna Shalamita, but in fact, even the little fine print of the Krishna Shalamita, uh, presumably he's a religious Jew, and he's, uh, this is, these are not his issues. Yeah, he may have other issues, like he spoke Lashon Hara, maybe, or he uh, you know, didn't treat someone the way he maybe could have possibly treated them, a little bit more obviously Yisrael would be nice, or you know, maybe, I, I don't know, whatever. Right? You could look for perhaps some of the more uh, you know, uh, m- mitzvahs or averas that are a little bit more uh, likely that a person might trip up in. But the mitzvahs that are mentioned there are, are pretty much, you know, these are, these are like, you know, these are the ones, that, these are the big ten, you know what I mean? These are the big four, I should say, you know? Like, these are mitzvahs that are <clears throat> not usually on my, you know, on a person's screen that he's missing out on, you know? So, you have to ask yourself the question, why is he mentioning these mitzvahs? So, the answer to the question, as we're going to be describing in the Hemshech, over the course of the next uh, whatever bunch of time is, is that is that really in fact that it doesn't really refer to Krishna, and it doesn't really refer to Tefillin, it doesn't really refer to Tzitzis. It has a much bigger implication, and a person has to understand what that implication is. Okay, so let let's let's go a little bit further. I don't know if he's gonna let's let's see what happens here. Right, he's gonna he's gonna discuss this like further on, like later on in the mimer, you know, but uh, not right here so much. But he's gonna get into this whole discussion <coughs> where it's discussed also significantly. Is if you want to look at um, Friedrich Rebbe has a number of mimerim in the middle of Hemshech Tovshin Zion. Is he, is he quoted over here? I wonder if he quotes it over here. No, he heard he's just, just talking about. Uh, I was going to talk about it a lot. Right over there, and, and pages Nun Aleph, whatever. We're, we're about twenty pages away from that, but um, over there, he really goes into a very, very fascinating description <coughs> in about it. Anyway, so he says like this: "Vikiyadua." What? How much is to be read? Of which? I mean, I've done it before. <laughs> I mean, like, like this morning you're asking me, or like in general, yeah, yeah, rather. So he says like this. So he says, "Vikiyudu adekol a mitzvus tuluim b'shem avaya." Because 
So over here, he's really only bringing it as an example to say that the mitzvahs that we're doing are impacting Lamaila, are impacting on the Shem Havaya up in the world of Atzilus. So it says like this, iskala. What does that mean? That dependent on that hanging from his name are like grapes on a vine. Very good, right? Or clusters of grapes, like clusters of grapes, right? Come on, shekasu b'zayir behind him be'eser spheres datzilus with the ten spheres of atzilus be'vechinas oyrus v'kelim. Come on, shekasu b'zayir, like the zayir says. What does the zayir say? The kol mitzvahs hein liskane raza dishmei. What's liskane raza dishmei? All the mitzvahs are like the secret establishments of his name. Um, fixing. To fixing, fixing the, the secrets of his name. That there are seven names of Hashem that are not allowed to be erased. But Pratius, and in particular, Hain Yud Shemos. And really, in fact, it's really ten names. Like the Pardes explains. What are these names? <clears throat> so these names are different ways of drawing down the light and the chayas into the kalim of the esrospheres. The shem havaya hu ham shacha So, for example, shem havaya, right? This is the way to draw down the light into the sphere of chachma. V'shem kel hu ham shacha saor v'chinas chesed. And when you say the shem kel, this is a way to draw down the light into the midah of chesed. So our job is to draw down, right? Our job is to what? Is to draw down the light into the Esrospheros of Atzilus. And then from the Esrospheros of Atzilus, it's going to come down into the entire Seder Shalashalus coming and ending down in, right, in the United States of America, right? So that's what's going to happen. So in order to draw down this ore into the Esrospheros, because we could say like this, how could you compare the Etzim of Hashem to the Esrospheros? You can't. You're talking about two different things. You're talking about the Esrospheros of Hashem. The Esrospheros of Hashem, I mean, excuse me, the Esrospheros of Atzilus, so they are, they are one particular, right, they are one particular level. But it's a, it's a limited. Once you say that it's Esrospheros, so then you're limiting it to Esrospheros. Masha Enkin, Atmos, Atmos, how could you, how could you possibly limit Atmos? That doesn't make any sense, right? So how could you go from the Esrospheros, from Atmos to the Esrospheros? So he's saying here that in order to have Atmos, which cannot be compared to Atmos, like it says, in Tikkun we say every Friday afternoon that you are wise, but not with a wisdom that is known like to us. And Hashem cannot be limited by these particular measure, these particular measurements, namely these particular midos at all. 
So that's what we're doing when we're doing mitzvahs. When we're doing mitzvahs, right? Shebahem va'ayadam mamshichim es ha'or va'achayiz ma'orein sa'esrosvirus. So the, our job is what? That through doing these mitzvahs, we're able to draw down the or and the chayis from the or sof into the esrosvirus of atzilus. Ve'gam mamshichim toisefes oras vahem. And not just that. The more we do, the more we're going to draw down additional and additional buckets of, of light. That's how, that's the objective. That's what we're doing here in this world. Shezehu inyan liskana raza dishmei sheyumshachu toisefes oras b'shemos. <coughs> that our job is what? That we should draw down this additional light into the Shemos. And not just into the Shemos, not just into the Shemos Bechlal, first into the Shemos, and then into the Spheros, and then from the Spheros down into this world. That's our job. In general, we could say that they're divided into two different levels. Number one, the Mitzvah's Ase. Number two, the mitzvahs lo We're doing two different things. Shaliyadei mitzvahs asay mamshichem haor bebechinas vovke. That in general, when we do mitzvahs asay, we're drawing down the light into the vovke, into the second two letters of Hashem's name. Shehein zun, which is the levels of zah and nukva, right? Zah and malchus. Like it says, and you will do them, you will surely do them. The mitzvahs we're talking about. <coughs> I put my name, I, I'm above you, I'm like making it like you, like I'm doing them. Like it's known, the perush over there. That through the 248 positive commandments, we make the 248 limbs of Zohar. And that's what we do. We're drawing down the light. But on the other hand, not doing the negative commandments, this is even a higher level. That's in the Yud K. That by not doing these negative commandments, I'm able to draw down the light into Chacham and Bina. And not just that, we're drawing this whole light down here below. So through our work here in this world, which seems so far away from the upper worlds, that's how we're able to draw down all the way going down from step to step to step to step all the way down into this world. So by the fact that Gabriel is not drinking the blood of a cow right now, right? I see that you're not drinking the blood of a cow right now. So through that, he's given the schar as though he's doing an ave- he's doing a mitzvah. Right? <laughs> that by him not doing a negative commandment, he's able to draw down the level of Gilui into the Yudke. A huge thing. And through the positive commandments, <coughs> we're able to draw down the level of Vavke. So why did we learn this whole section? We learned this whole section to teach us something very important. That the opposite is also true. If, on the other hand, 
we blemish the doing of the mitzvahs. We are not only doing it to ourselves down here below, and we're not only doing it to the ore that's supposed to be coming down here below, but we are poigim in the name of Hashem above. So there's two issues that are happening here. Issue number one is that we are not able to draw down the light. That's the first issue. Issue number two is we're able to cause a disappearance of the light, a going away of the light. Like it says, that the world was given over into your heart. All the words world were given over into the heart of a man. <coughs> Namely, through his good actions. <laughs> through his actions of positivity, through his actions of mitzvahs, he's able to draw down <coughs> the light above and below. What does it mean? That when a Jew is able to do the will of Hashem, he's able to draw down additional kayach into the strength of above. On the opposite side, through doing evil, he's able to poigim lemaila. Very, very fascinating, fascinating idea. The idea of what happens, how does this work? This idea of a siluk of the light. Like, how does that really work? In other words, not only is he able to draw down, but he's able to cause damage as well. <coughs> Let's, it's so interesting. Let's just learn, learn more. The hube base soifani. So this happens in two different ways. So how does this damage occur? So one way that damage occurs is through him not doing a mitzvah zase. In other words, he was supposed to read Kriyashma by a certain time, and he didn't. That's what happened. That's possibility number one. Right? This causes a light to go up. It's a very interesting idea here, what he's saying here. You see, I thought maybe you could say that what's happening is he's just, there's supposed to be an extra five gallons of light that goes into the Shem Havaya by him saying Kriyashma. So by him missing it, that he doesn't do it. It's like a person that's supposed to be taking a medicine or vitamins or antibiotics or something like that. So he missed a day. There was supposed to be a certain... Uh, level of antibiotics in his blood and he's supposed to take one pill a day for example and by him taking that one pill it keeps that level of antibiotics equal or even in his blood which will hopefully destroy whatever illness that he has but and so therefore by him not taking it 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 just uh, it doesn't it doesn't accomplish the, uh, the what the antibiotics are supposed to accomplish what he's saying here is something different though he's saying here to that not only is it not drawing down the ore, right, into the keli, 
but in addition to that, that the or is going away from the keli, which is a little bit unusual. Why should it be by the fact that I'm not saying chas v'shalom, krishma, right? <clears throat> Why should that cause existing light that is in the kalim to go away? That's what you have to ask yourself, that question. Let's see if we don't discuss it. Look what he says here. Sha'al yidei is a goyrim silu ka'or. Sha'ha'or mistalek mehakalim v'oyla l'mayla. V'hainu l'fi sha'hapagam b'derech klal megia b'bechinas ha'kalim de'eser svirus da'atzilus. That through this pagam, he's affecting the kalim of the eser svirus of atzilus. K'mon shikasu b'tayra ordi v'emasa erdana. Lios de Tahor Einaim Meros Mira Veloya Gurkhara that the pure eyes, right, like it says, is pure from seeing evil. Veloya Gur and there won't be any evil that dwells with him. Lachena Yideza Nasa Silika or it's causing a silik of the or. So why is that the case? Kamashikasu Makamakher. He says, by being Leos that is pure eyes from seeing evil, Loya Gurkhara, that there's no evil that dwells with him. But why does that cause a Silukaor? I don't understand. That Silus cannot be in a place of Ra. So what he's saying essentially is like this. He's saying, not only does the or not go in, but what he's saying is, by me not doing this positive commandment, I'm actually doing a negative commandment also. I'm doing something negative. I'm causing there to be <clears throat> a weakening, let's say, of the of the keli of atzilus, and by me weakening the keli of atzilus, this is causing the or right to go to go away. That's what's going on. Yeah. Um, it's, 